All right, beautiful women. So excited to be here. Welcome to Woman. And this is my first official episode, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. If you guys saw my notes in my phone with everything and all these beautiful topics and just things I have been working through and journeying through and writing, you know, what I want to take on and talk about and share and everything. Like you should see the notes and everything just written out. Sometimes it feels a little overwhelming just because I've been talking about this for a long time, but I know it's just perfect timing, divine timing. It's just perfect. And what I'm going to do is just start one by one and take it day by day and really listen to you guys with what you need and what you want and tune in with myself on what I want to share and make these digestible, not super long, but not like crazy short, but just really these snippets of key information on what women have been asking for a while now and excited to share. And I also would love feedback. I love feedback that helps guide me continuing cultivating my purpose and when I get to share and just questions you have. So you can always reach me on my Instagram, womanwwellness, answering DMs, emails, all that good stuff. So excited to be here. We're going to be talking about the power of our cycle today, really honoring ourselves as women. And I just want to share a little bit of my journey with my cycle and how it's progressed and things that have happened Uh, to me and for me over the years. And maybe this can inspire some of you guys for knowing that you're not alone and things that might be happening with you. For me, I have been also crazy inspired to really connect with this and learn this because I have a daughter. Having her almost four years ago now has sparked a lot inside of me where I've thought about a lot of things that I haven't really thought about a lot before in the past, especially with how I was not honoring myself and giving myself to so many men in the past. And as a teenager, not really knowing or having learned very key things that I feel that I get to not only teach my daughter, but what I'm doing is I'm healing and I'm working through and embodying, really healing and acting upon and changing my energy and my, my, my vibration and my thoughts and like my whole frequency around a lot of different topics as a woman. And I I know that as I'm personally shifting myself, I know I'm automatically energetically shifting her. So that's something I'm very excited about. So the power of our cycle, first and foremost, what I've been doing a lot with women and feel feel free to reach out if you need personal support with this. And I'm so excited about this because I feel like I'm, as I'm working with women one-on-one, I'm going to come up with not only in-person events and virtual events around this topic, but also working one-on-one with women who like will have a step-by-step process on cleansing and detoxing our wombs and our entire yoni, everything from our womb, vagina, fallopian tubes, the uterus and everything around it. So really healing and cleansing also what's really deep inside of our womb. A book that really actually shouted at me when I was in Australia. We were at the Crystal Castle in Australia on the Gold Coast a few years ago. And I walked through this bookstore. And popping out at me was this like orange-yellow spiral. Oh my gosh, it's sitting right in front of me right now, you guys. Wow. I'll post this in the notes. 
So it's womb wisdom, awakening the creative and forgotten powers of the feminine. It's by Padma and Anaya Ayon Prakasha. So I'll post these in the notes. <clears throat> and I'm actually going gonna to read it again because it's been a few years since I have. And I, if you see this book, I have so many corners marked and everything because it's so epic. And it goes deep into, you know, what happens inside of us as we're with different sexual partners, the power of the womb, restoring the sacredness of our womb and healing and transcending and feeling that pure freedom and continuous expansion inside of ourselves and the way that we birth, the gateways, the portal that we are. And yeah, it also gives action steps and just rituals and different things that you can do to cleanse and heal yourself. And I've been working with women on doing that on a spiritual aspect, but also the physical aspect. Just recently watched the premiere here in Texas for the film, The Business of Birth Control. So some of you may have seen Ricky Lake's film, The Business of Being Born. So my sister, Carly, she introduced me to that when she was pregnant years ago. And that's what opened up my eyes to the business of being born. And I took it in a whole you know, other direction of what the film isn't necessarily about giving natural birth. It's really shedding light on the business part of being born. And it gives little snippets about natural birth and the way that we can do it. And then from there, it like opened up this web of just ideas and inspiration and everything for myself as a woman. Then I read Ina May's Guide to Childbirth. My friend Asuba, shout out to you. She's the one that sent that book over to me when I was pregnant and it completely changed my life and sparked something inside of me that I had never felt before. Yeah, a lot has happened in the last four years. So anyways, working with women on the spiritual aspect and the physical aspect. And one of those physical aspects is getting off of birth control and not using tampons anymore. There's so many women that have had results on what is happening with their bodies when they are stopping these certain things and taking certain things out from inside of them. I've even been reading about the little cups that we put inside, like the fact that what's trying to come out of our bodies, we're keeping it inside with this thing, whether it be a tampon or a cup or where it's not supposed to be up inside there. It's, we're bleeding out and it's happening like that. And the release is happening for that to come out of us. And in that regard, the power of our cycle, you think about it. So we're going through all these different phases through our cycle. And I am going to have the most epic guest about this where she can come on and she's going to share all the, all of the real terms and the technical terms and what exactly is happening hormonally with our bodies, why we're feeling certain things why we get to go inward and do certain things when the release happens, when the emotion happens, why certain things are happening with ovulation and then the premenstrual, why the ovulation and the menstruation, how those two things are very key to know and learn with our cycles. So I will have someone on that I'm so excited to have. This episode is really just for me to share from my perspective and what I've been learning a little bit about my journey because I know so many of us are are feeling this, but don't quite know what's going on or have had certain things happen. When we start to detox and cleanse from those physical things, already we're going to get results. Already allowing that release and that blood from our cycle to come out is going to shift a lot. And 
this is one little snippet as well that I heard in the film. There's so much that I learned in the film, the business of birth control, so much that I had no idea about, no idea. So one of the things was that on birth control, what's happening is it's basically stopping the natural hormonal aspect of our bodies. It's halting that. It's basically putting it on pause. The emotions that we're feeling and all the different symptoms that we have felt on birth control, it's almost like it's being like like blocked up, stocked up inside of us, and we're not able to release and feel the things that we're intended to release and feel as a woman. And then also, because that release and that hormonal aspect of the ovulation and the menstruation and things like that are naturally intended to happen for our health, for our well-being, and that we're, when we're stopping that, if and when you have a period on your birth control, that bleed isn't a regular bleed. It's not a regular natural bleed that would have happened if it was left as intended without the hormonal things or the copper things or whatever type of birth control we're using inside of us. So they mentioned that that period is actually a withdrawal bleed or like withdrawal. It's like a withdrawal from the things that are supposed to be happening. And, and it's, it was just intense how they explained it. And it really, it has me excited and inspired to dive into it more. And I have been working with a lot of women who are getting off of birth control. They want to get off of birth control, are nervous about getting off of birth control. So what I want to share with you is basically just, you know, about the cycle and really be possibly a catalyst to what's possible and that you aren't alone and that these things are normal and natural and beautiful and we can learn to work with it. So if any of you have ever even taken any plant medicine or anything like that and you maybe have learned how to work with the medicine and be in ceremony with your and be inward and release journal and gratitude journal and all these different things, this is the way that I've been learning to really work with my entire cycle and that what happens in that time period with the different phases to work with it. I'm in ceremony and using it to my advantage. And no, I'm not like excited about it all the time. I really can't believe that every single month, this is what we experience. (laughs) I'm like, dude, I'm on a ceremony every single month. And what's different about it though, is back then when I'm, I've been on birth control, but it was back when I was like 16, 17, 18. I actually got off of it around 18 or 19, I believe, because I didn't have the income to keep up with it. I wanted to budget and cut. So I I took it. I didn't go get it. I stopped getting it. And then I intuitively was even thinking about, okay, cool. Like, obviously, if I'm having sex with someone, I'm, there's always a possibility and something that, you know, intuitively that I was connected to that I'm very excited to pass this down and to teach other women and especially teaching my daughter in the future is about if the man that we're with and that if we're choosing to have sex with is, am I okay with this man being the father of my child and being my partner? And for me, I've, I checked into that for some reason. I was not in tune with my cycle back then. It was more so chaotic. Back then it was like we experienced all these emotions and then all we're hearing is, oh, you're so emotional during this time. And, uh, and it was just no, 
There was no like intuitiveness about it or control around it or even a ceremonial experience around it. So for me at the age of 33 learning this, I was like, man, imagine if we, imagine if we knew this back then. (laughs) And I know that there's, there's, I'm just getting started. We are, we're just getting started. That's why I'm excited to have more so like a woman who's been really in tune with this for a while and have her share and give tons of insight. So yeah, like being chaotic back then and and things like that and just really all over the place. And then the men are like, oh my gosh. And something I also think about is why is it that when women are together around a lot, like if it's your mother and your sisters or like you're around your best friend a lot or other women a lot, we always get in tune and in sync on the same cycle. And that's intended for us to be in like this community together and to when we're on that cycle and that's happening, we get to go off. And of course, if you want to be alone and do your thing, but we also get to go off and be with other women. Like there's stories about how women who were super in tune with this would go off with their other women. Like how beneficial is it that in a tribe, in, in this tribe, in this community of this village, this town that people live together, that the women get on the same cycle And then those women are able to be together and be in ceremony together during that time together. How cool is that? And and how much that makes sense? Because if the women were all on different cycles, a part of this village, (laughs) it would just be chaotic. And the men would be like, what is going on? How cool is that? And we can see that happens in our real life. So now experiencing being more in tune and not having control isn't the right word. It's just really being able to work with the emotions and the release and seeing how it's being beneficial for me, you know, and I'm not necessarily, I'm not grateful for the cramps that come up or different things or having a dress differently. Like when we're using like regular underwear and pads and like these nighttime underwear and like different things like that, of course, it's not the most comfortable thing. You know what I'm saying? But grateful to be a woman, grateful for the outcomes and the results that happened from it because I'm experiencing this cleanse and this release every time that it's happening and the more that I'm okay with it coming up and the more that I have these tools and these skills and these understandings about what's happening with me. And I think the more that we cleanse and clear a lot of this stuff out of ourselves and allowing that bleed to come out and allowing the emotions to come up and it not being an out-of-control experience, it's coming up during that premenstrual time, like before we bleed, right? That week, for some of us, it can be a couple days before we bleed, or it can be up to seven days before we bleed. My, me, it's like three days before I bleed. I'm very aware of all the emotions coming up. And they are emotions that are real for me at this time of my life currently that I'm like working through or challenged by or dealing with. And I'm sure it can also be stuff coming up from way back when based on anything that could have happened in the past, like any sexual trauma we've had, you know, just interactions with partners and just different things like that. There's so many things. For me recently, it's just a lot of real fear. Come, It just comes up to the surface. It just pops up. And what what happens for me is it'll just be me going about my regular day, but it'll come up in my mind and all these thoughts just pop up. And a lot of it is around fear, anger, distrust. And I know that these things are all popping up because as a human being right now, like my soul challenge and what's happening for me is shifting into I'm going to love I'm going to trust 
I'm going to surrender. I'm going to really like letting go of certain things and pick and then like picking up certain things as I'm naturally picking up love and I'm picking up trust. I'm letting go of that fear. I'm letting go of the things that are no longer serving me with who I am becoming and who I am and who I get to evolve into as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, as a friend, as a mentor, as a woman, period. So it's annoying to me sometimes because I'm like every single month these things are popping up, but I'm really taking a look at it as, okay, these things are coming up and I've learned the difference between like release, like writing to release, like writing the fears and all these like more so of a lower vibration, like the lower vibration thoughts and energy that's popping up is writing those down to release them and doing my own ritual, throwing that away, tearing it up, taking it to the fire, things like that to release those things. And then actually journaling the gratitude, journaling the affirmations, journaling what I'm picking up, journaling who I am, what I am, what I'm grateful for, like journaling all those different things and even just that ritual. And even if it's not writing it down, it could be saying it out loud and doing like hand motions as you're releasing to move it and let it go out of my body, out of my body, out of my body. Like every single month during our cycle is an opportunity to, during the ovulation phase, during that phase, it's birthing something. It's creative. It's sexual energy. It's good. It's juicy. It's motivating. It's like all these beautiful feelings. And I know you guys feel it. And the more that you're like, you're hearing this conversation and then getting in tune with our body as this is happening, your temperature rises. For those of us that might be checking your temperature and tracking our cycle for a month or two and taking your temperature every morning and then logging that temperature, you will see during that ovulation phase when the egg is dropping and there's physical signs that you're ovulating as well, like you've got that discharge that's like that really clear kind of egg whitey mixture. That's what you're feeling down there because that's what is allowing and to keep the sperm protected to take through the canal to implant a baby. So that's what's so physically you can feel it and check. And then internally, say you're checking your temperature or not, you can feel the heat. And then based on how you are waking up in the morning and excited to do, because we're literally excited to create a baby. Like that ovulation phase is so we're sexually attracted to our partner. We want to make a baby, but also we're not going to be making a baby every month. We're not going to be birthing a baby every month. So it's like, what are we birthing? What are we... What are we birthing? What are we creating? This is the time where you can work out, like really work out and have a blast and you feel good and you feel light and you're motivated and you can work with your body and everything because then you, as you can probably feel, as we get into the premenstrual, like that week before, five, four, three days before our bleed comes you're, you're feeling those emotions and you're probably not motivated the same, probably not going to want to do the same workouts. This is where we can really tune our workouts as well towards what's happening in our bodies and with our cycle. That's when I go more, I'm doing home workouts or I'm going to the yoga studio or I'm going to the sauna and then, and working through the, like for me, yoga and like different things like that allows me to even work through those emotions. There's been yoga classes that I have been literally just blown out crying because exactly what she is saying in that class is exactly what I need or just the movements and the feeling in my body. Like I'm, I'm, 
learning how to work with my body and being in tune with myself to work through and release certain things and then being inward and choosing affirmations about myself. And then as well, like doing the the contrast therapy, like sauna cold plunge, like I'll get into the sauna from that cold plunge and we'll just go and just feeling certain emotions. And a big thing for me, and for those of you who have known me for a long time, like 10 years and beyond, that 10 years ago, me as a 23-year-old, even 24, 25, 26, I definitely was in tune with myself and I definitely wasn't allowing emotions. I'd block off my tears. I'd block off my vulnerability and wouldn't allow myself to feel. And honestly, so much of it I didn't even feel. I was really numb to a lot of things. So what I've also been experiencing at different events in public and around friends and team members and business, and then especially in with myself, is I have just been feeling and being okay with the feeling. And, and it was a joke the other day at an event with my team in Vegas. And I literally was just like bawling, like all day. So emotional about so much. And one of my friends came up and gave me a hug and checked in and asked if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm great. And I'm just feeling a lot and and I'm crying so much. And it's almost just because I didn't cry for so many years when I was in this environment and didn't really feel and wasn't feeling and allowing myself to feel and celebrating other people and feeling feeling that, being empathic to them and feeling their emotions. I was so closed off to all that. It's almost like I'm experiencing an overflow of experiencing all these different feelings because even when I'm watching a show or a movie or I'm watching someone share their story or share what's real for them, I'm feeling all these emotions and it'll make me bawl my eyes out. (laughs) And honestly, I'm in love with it. Like I'm in love with the release now. I'm in love with learning more and more of being in tune with myself and my body and my emotions and however it comes up and looks how is however it comes up and looks. Vulnerability for me is such my power and as a woman and it's connecting me not only to myself but to the people that I'm around when that's happening. And I used to see it as such a weakness and such a thing that I needed to close down or keep away because it wasn't connection. And it so is connection. So that's really beautiful. Me personally, the journey with my cycle has been, I wasn't in tune that whole time. And then when I got pregnant, it dropped me into my body so much, like grounded me in my body and my purpose as a woman so much. And it's the, it's one of my main wishes for women is to experience a beautiful pregnancy and to feel the purpose that is yours. And it's the biggest blessing and it's what we deserve. And for whatever reason, I guess it was in the plan. It was in the start because I was working my butt off 24 seven to build to this particular goal. And I put everything into that. And when I got pregnant, because it wasn't necessarily like, I didn't think it was, was going to happen so fast. It was just really this beautiful process that I'll, I'll talk about at some point. So for me, it, it wasn't a surprise, but it was also a surprise because it def, it wasn't, it was very intentional, but it was almost like, I didn't really know it was going to happen so fast and like that. And because like, I just, I didn't know. So, and it was beautiful and I was so excited. I was like, wow, okay. And it made me let go of everything else around me. Like I really picked up myself as a woman and took on my pregnancy. And I felt that and felt grounded. And I'm, this is my purpose. This is what I'm here to do. And then my next thought was, 
I'm terrified. <laughs> what? The only thing I know about birth is literally the only thing I knew about pregnancy was like how horrible people said it was and how much you're like uncomfortable and your ankles are huge and all these different things. And I knew I didn't want that experience. So I was like, I wanted it to be great. And I was terrified around birth. I had only seen things from shows and movies and one of my friend's mom's birth video of her in the hospital. And I'm just terrified. And my sister had a baby before and that was a whole experience. So it's the only things that I had. And then in the back of my head was the business of being born. I was like, oh, I need to rewatch. And then my friend sends me the Ina May's Guide to Childbirth. And I was like, oh, and it was just like, okay, I, I know I don't want it to be like that. What I've learned I want it to be like this. And then I just went into investigator mode and learning everything. So after I did my natural water birth with my daughter, that whole experience had just blasted me wide open. And it was at that point that intuitively I haven't put anything else up inside of me, like a foreign object, tampons, things like that. So I know that's really supported me in remaining balanced, aligned, cleansed, and in every single month, I feel like I get to get more and more in tune with my body and with what's happening with me. So every month is an opportunity to work with ourselves and to get more and more in tune with what's happening with us. We get to practice. We get to practice every single month and ask other women their, their experience and have these conversations with women. So that happened. And then I had a little bit after that. So this was a couple years ago or a year and a half ago. Yeah. Almost a year and a half ago. Now I had really been preying on and intentionally wanting to evolve as a woman. I knew that there was blocks that I was not aware of. I knew there was ways that I was operating that I wasn't aware of. And I'm very thankful for my husband Samson, because he willingly goes into himself to do work. And I'm not necessarily like that. It takes me a little while. If I'm going to get there where I'm like, I'm willing to go that and to do the work and things like that. It, it takes, it takes me a little bit and maybe I get to change my story around that, but it, it changes. It, it takes me a little bit. And because I knew I needed the change for my family, like for myself and for my family, that's what gave me the courage to say, okay. And I had done plant medicine for the first time. That was a year and a half ago. And then I, a little bit after that, I ended up having a miscarriage. So with my second pregnancy, I had a miscarriage about a year and a half ago. And this, that'll be a whole episode, but that was a huge cleanse and detox of just like everything, all that trauma, all that stuff coming out. And ever since then, every single month has been the cleanse, the release the learning, much shorter periods, way less pain. And at the same time, I'm getting more in tune with also what my body needs, the magnesium that I'm taking, herbs that I'm taking, red raspberry leaf tea that I'm drinking leading up to my cycle, the yoni steams that I'm doing for my entire yoni health. The yoni steams also help not having as much painful periods and lengthy periods. So, you know, that really... All these things support. So anyways, so that's what I'm doing one-on-one with women as well as giving that step-by-step process, the herbs that we need, the yoni steams, we're getting the herbs daily, what we're doing during that, what we're doing the time leading up to our site, to our bleed, also yoni eggs. So the times that we're not creating a baby or necessarily birthing a baby is, okay, so what are we doing with that creative time? Working with our bodies and doing our workouts. Maybe we're writing or we're creating something or we're launching something like that's the time to really 
have some fun and to really create and birth. And when we're feeling also that sexual energy inside of ourselves, the yoni eggs can also, it supports a lot of things, but the yoni eggs, that's helping work with our pelvic floor and inside of us and putting that creative and that birthing and that new intention into that yoni egg and allowing that to work through us. And we'll definitely have more on that when we have our guest. And I also just so beautiful having these beautiful conversations with women, had a conversation with one of my new friends uh, last night, just connecting woman to woman, like just met her for the first time. And we just dropped in. Oh yeah, this, my period, my cycle and this. And it was just like so cool how we could drop in and have this conversation. And she shared with me about these like crystals with herbs in it that you can, it has a string attached and you can really use that to have inside of us to intentionally cleanse and clear out. And she was sharing, she's also someone that I'm excited to have on here as well. She was sharing about her experience of the let go and the cleanse and everything that was happening with those crystal eggs. Yeah. So anyways, a lot of really good stuff. And hopefully this has really started the conversation and the inquiry around us as women and what, what we're feeling and how really starting to get in tune with how we're feeling during each phase. So if you want to start checking your temperature, amazing, incredible way to start tracking and see your, seeing your temperature every single morning and seeing where it's rising and what's happening physically being in tune with our bodies down there and and noticing what's happening, especially during that ovulation phase, and then in tune with our feelings and get get one particular journal that is for this. Get, get one book, one journal that is for your tracking, especially for how you're feeling with your emotions during, so right after your period, so during that time, and then moving into that ovulation time, so which is about 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 days. It's like that two-week halfway mark, that one to two-week period of ovulation phase after our period. And then after ovulation, moving into the premenstrual, so those two weeks moving into premenstrual, that week premenstrual moving into our cycle And then the release that we feel, even the heaviness that we might feel, the lightness that we feel, like just really being in tune physical and then inward spiritual with our thoughts, emotions, and then how, like how we're feeling. And also something I learned as well in the movie the other night was that something I didn't know. I know that we retain water, especially during our cycle and leading up to our cycle. And I also learned that our uterus also doubles in size when we are on our cycle. So you're not just bloated because of the water retention or maybe things that we're eating and craving during that time, but it's also because our uterus has doubled in size. So it's like, okay, that makes so much sense. So yeah, so just some action to take on just tracking and releasing and writing and getting tuned with ourselves. And I will be back with a couple beautiful guests around so much more about this. So excited to have you back and definitely send me feedback. Excited to connect with you all and I will talk to you soon.